G'day, dorks, and welcome in to Lords of Dorktown, a podcast about anime, cartoons, and video games. I'm your host, Philip, and the dork joining me tonight is one of the most attractive men in the entire universe. I'm staring at his handsome face right now. He is an absolute legend of Lords of Dorktown, one of my best friends, Johnny Rowe. How you doing, buddy? Good, bro. It's good to see you. Uh, it's so good to see you. I haven't seen you. You know, it's it's been a minute, buddy. I haven't seen you in like a month or something. It's crazy. Yeah, I mean, we'll, we'll just shoot the shit on the on the group chat for a bit. We haven't spoken face to face for a while. Um, how much do I owe you for that intro, by the way? Ah, uh, like <laughs> on the house, it's on the house this time. You, you always get one freebie. One freebie, yeah. One freebie. Oh man, we've got a we've got an absolute monster of an episode to to get into today. Um. Before we talk about any anime or any nonsense, I have an absolute ripper of a new segment. Uh, a new segment called Can I Take Your Order? It's all about fast food. We talk about it a whole bunch on this. On this, We always seem to talk where. about it when we get together, you and me. So we're going <laughs> to condense it down in its own little segment with its own little theme song. So this is Can I Take Your Order? Let's hear that theme song. So can I take your order? A very special segment about our very most, well, our very most favourite thing, our most favourite thing, fast food takeout, buddy. <laughs> now, there has been some big news in the Australian fast food community. Monstrous news. Monstrous news. So KFC, I don't know if anyone out there has seen this or if they've purchased this or if it's on anyone else's radar, but KFC, my good friend, have started doing Kentucky Fried Donut Balls. Have you had a chance... <laughs> To get your lips on some of those balls. You know what? I have not. I'm, um, I've been told I'm not allowed to eat them by my partner. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm going to sneak them eventually. Eventually, yeah. there's going to come a time where I'm just by myself and I can get, I can duck off the KFC mm. and grab a handful of those donut balls because don't they look fucking delicious? Mate, they, they look awesome. And uh, I have gone in on them, obviously. I went in on them. I was day one, lined up, you know. <laughs> day one? No, I don't, know if I, I don't know if I was day one, but I was pretty... As soon as I saw the advertisement, I went there that day. <laughs> as, as soon as I drove past one, I, I, I um, swung through and, and picked up some donut balls. I mean, and honestly, they're okay. They are? They're, they're, I was worried they'd be pretty trash. I have a few issues with them. They're, they're crispy on the outside, which is great, with a, with a beautiful cinnamon sugar, which is yep. finger-licking good, but in a different way. Um, <laughs> but the insides are just very boring. Oh really? Just a, yeah, just boring. The outside is great. The the salt, uh, the salt, the sugar and cinnamon is amazing. Good ratio, good mix. The insides are a bit boring, but 
I come up with a little a little uh, KFC hack that made them very much, very much better. I don't know why I'm saying very much better to everything today, but <laughs> it's just a little bit more than better. So it's, it's very yeah, much better. Exactly. <laughs> so what I did, my good. Are you aware of the KFC moose? No. You yes. Just blew my mind, bro. You so. KFC has had a moose on the menu for years. It has been oh, really? their staple dessert for years and everyone sleeps on it. But KFC has a beautifully rich dark chocolate mousse that they have mm. offered. Do you reckon it's actually dark chocolate? It is, no, I've had it many times. It is a dark chocolate mousse. It is very oh, rich, dark chocolate mousse. So the other day, after I got the donut balls the first time, I was like, oh, they're pretty good. I can make this better. So the next <laughs> so time I went there... I got the Kentucky Fried Donut Balls and I got the mousse. Man, oh. if you dip those warm, sugary cinnamon donut balls into that rich dark chocolate mousse, you have a gourmet dessert on your hands, my friends. It is fantastic. Right, they need you need to. I mean, KFC really needs to get you on board for their um, <laughs> for the way they're selling it. I mean, you're upselling. Moose as well. I didn't even know moose was on the fucking menu. Oh, man. You are. You've already sold it to me. I so guarantee many, I'm going to go get that. So many people sleep on the moose at KFC. It's fucking infuriating. It's I so they good. only had um, the shakers. What are they called? Oh, the crushers, man. The crushers have been gone yeah. for years. Oh, like months now. Yeah. The crushers have been gone since like 2020 or something like that. Oh, what? They don't even have them? Nah. Oh, bro, I'm trash. What the fuck? <laughs> Crushes have been gone for ages, son. Anyway, I think that that wraps, wraps up another week's segment of Can I Take Your Order? Unless you have any fast food news you need to share with us, Jono? That was smooth, bro. No, I haven't, I haven't had any... Oh, wait up. No, I haven't had anything new recently, I don't think. Oh, we'll, we'll tech back a, in on... I had, a, um, I had a triple quarter pounder the other day. I, I regret it completely. Mm. But other than that, no. Nah. Mm. <laughs> Man, one day, uh, the Can I Take Your Order segment, we'll just do a pounder review. Um, for anyone out there who doesn't know what a pounder is, a pounder is a quarter pounder with four uh, four meat patties, five slices of cheese, because you're throwing an extra yeah. one just in case. And yeah, you eat that, and it, it hurts. It hurts. Yeah, it, it's not pretty. But no. it's, um, it's definitely a, it's definitely like an ego food kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, that wraps up another segment of Can I Take Your Order? We'll be back uh, on this segment anytime there's fun and interesting news in the fast food world. So hopefully every week. And don't worry, <laughs> we'll be all around it. <laughs> uh, Jono, you've been uh, kind of blowing up the group chat lately with some some hot anime news. Have you got some hot anime news for us, buddy? Yeah, big take, dorks. We've got a couple of huge announcements. So firstly, uh, there's going to be a, a continuation of the Dragon Ball Super sagas. Um, so they're moving into the next arc. I won't give too many spoilers away, but um, I could probably say a world eater is something to describe the next big villain. Uh, it's pretty dope. Um, so okay. yeah, keep, keep an eye out for that, guys. Uh, if anyone that did enjoy the super arc, it's kind of a little bit different. It's not going to be like the, to- the fighting tournament where it was kind of just power scaling, really. Um, this one's a bit more broad scope. Um and it kind of a bit more like um, a bit more remind reminds me a bit more of GT, where oh, really? it's more out in space, like they go to different planets, blah blah blah, that kind of stuff. Um, and the huge one, and 
it has been confirmed as far as I can tell. There was a, there was a lot of talk about it being fake news, but mm. I did a bit of research and it seems to be it's it's legit. Is finally solo leveling the greatest web to well maybe personally I don't think it's as good as um, Tower of God, but yeah, it is it is pretty much the highest ranking webtoon at the moment. Is finally getting its first anime season. Um, have you you read Solo Leveling, Phil? No, no. Uh, uh, it has been recommended to me by, I th- would say, no less than like 15 people have probably recommended it to me in the last yeah. six months. Um, it, it's definitely the probably highest on my list to read um, when it comes to like reading manga or webtoons. Yeah. Um, I unfortunately just picked up, or unfortunately, I just started a new series that I'm, I'm going to finish uh, first uh, before I pick up anything else. Um, I'll plug it. What are you reading? I'm reading uh, the manga called Chainsaw Man. Um, uh, it is fantastic. It too is getting an anime ap- uh, adaptation um, coming out. Like uh, I think it's the end of 2021, like the the next winter season, maybe. Yep. Um, I could be wrong though. Um, it's very similar to what we'll be talking about later today. Uh, Jujutsu Kaisen. It's it's. Fucking fantastic, man. Chainsaw Man's it's brilliant. Anyone out there who is aware of Chainsaw Man in any capacity knows exactly what I'm talking about here. It is it is brilliant. Um, but solo leveling, I'm I'm so fascinated about solo leveling. So for a complete layman like myself, can you kind of break down what, what we can expect from the solo leveling anime coming out later? Yeah, so solo leveling basically the uh, a little bit of world building, it's kind of everyone uh, just somehow got started getting blessed with like these powers, um, and they all seemed they were all kind of in the genre of RPG fantasy adventure. So you've got people, you've got like wizards, you've got knights, uh, paladins, templars, healers, blah blah blah. Yeah. Like, the list goes on, um, and every everybody in the world when they get their power is kind of graded. Yeah, and you're set at that grading. You can you can only you can only reawaken once, but not every. It's like one percent of the population does it. So we follow we follow the main character, and um, he's classed as an E rank character. So he's the bottom of the barrel. He's he's just the small fish. Um, he can't really do anything, and he he kind of gets in on this raid. Blah blah blah. A lot of stuff happens. And um, he ends up getting a reawakening, but it's kind of a glitch power almost. So he kind of breaks the system. Oh, yeah. And he becomes the only person who can continually level up the more he does. So obviously solo leveling, he's the only guy that can do it and he's the only one that can level up. So um, it kind of follows his journey the way he um, kind of becomes the strongest almost. It is so well done that I'm, I'm sure that they're going to pump the anime out because mm-hmm. they just pretty much have the, the source material is as picture perfect as you would want it on the screen. Unlike Tower, the, the adaption of Tower of God where they, the start of that is quite a lower quality and then it moves into a much higher quality. This one just from the get-go is super high quality. So I'm expecting a lot of, a lot of episodes to come out really quickly, which is fantastic. That- that's interesting to me. So, like, with the webtoons that um, have been made into anime, so your um, your Tower of God you mentioned, um, God of High School, and Noblesse, they've all they've all kind of struggled with that the first season so far. They've all yeah. had very rocky first seasons. Um, a lot of it, I would say, is probably the number of episodes they've been given. 
they haven't been given large enough. Well, God of High School didn't get a large enough run of episodes um, for the content that it covered. Uh, Nobles, yeah, I'd probably God, say the same. Yeah, Tower of God probably was the most fleshed out and therefore did the best. But again, yeah. they still cut out a lot of that. And the first season of, as you said before, the, the first season of Tower of God, I and mean, even when we reviewed it, we we mentioned this multiple times. The first season of Tower of God is a is a prelude. It's 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 yeah. the it's the chapter zero. It's not chapter one. You know what I mean? Yeah, like it's yeah. it's hundred percent. It's almost like they're kind of just like testing it out. Like. Yeah, exactly. So um, this solo leveling. If if do you think it can break this curse of sh- shaky first seasons of the of the? It, it is web-tunes? a behemoth of a webtoon. Mm. Like literally, all, like my apps crash on Thursday morning. Because so many people are getting on the servers trying to read it. I mean, I, I, I read it legitimately. Um, mm-hmm. And it, it, like, it's just such high traffic that it just blows up the internet every time it's dropping a chapter now. Um, wow. So I think I think initially it's going to do fantastic anyway because it has so many... So much hype div- around it. Yeah. So much hype. So, such a big community already. Um, the comment section on each chapter is hundreds and hundreds of comments. Um so yeah, it'll it'll be it'll be really good. It'll have a great uh, it'll probably have a great backing already as well. Like there'll probably be more money put into it. Yeah. Um I mean like the the Webtoon Webtoon like as as a platform is has just published and put out like so many amazing series. Like we've had yeah. uh, I don't know if you've read Unordinary, but it's like a similar similar version of like yeah. um Got it on my list because you recommended it. I haven't started it, unfortunately. Yeah, it's like um very similar to My Hero and stuff like that, but like uh, Tower of God, you know, Unordinary, all these Noblies, all these amazing webtoons that are getting made into anime, and it's like hopefully this trend continues. I, I, I just worry that we might get a bit of a dilution of quality if they keep releasing too many. If you know what I mean? Oh, it's coming hot and heavy, isn't it? Like it is. It is. They and seem it, to be steamrolling and kind of oh, sorry, hmm. snowballing and just getting bigger and quicker. I feel um, like they, if they, maybe if Crunchyroll didn't, you know, take on three webtoon projects at a, at the, you know, around the same time with Tower of God, uh, God of High School, and Noblis, and uh, you know, put all that effort into one, maybe that one would have done a, a whole lot better. You know what I mean? You know? Yeah, yeah. You know? Or spaced them out a little bit more. Yeah. Um, I mean, if they've got the rights to it, they can. They can. I suppose they. Uh, I suppose if they they want to jump on it early, I suppose before someone else grabs it, but. Yeah, that's the thing. It's it's uh, it's now that anime's blown up as much as it has. Everyone's just trying to get a slice of the pie before the pie's gone. It's it's huge now. Like, it's massive. And, and everywhere you go, like you can even go to Pornhub, and it'll be like number one. <laughs> it's great. It's great. Um, speaking of huge anime, uh, we are going to do a little quick segment of My Hero Minute. Uh, this is going to be a weekly segment of the podcast where I just quickly recap the weekly episode of uh, My Hero Academia Season 5. We're up to uh, Episode 2 this week. Uh, just full spoilers for all the episodes that I review for My Hero Academia. I'll try to keep it under a minute or two, so if you don't want to be spoiled for the episode, just hit that 15-second button until we are talking about Jujutsu Kaisen. I'll try to keep it under a minute. Let's go. My Hero Made up my mind, wanna be like you, don't care. 
Okay, so Season 5, Episode 2, My Hero Academia, an amazing episode. We got to see uh, Hawk and Endeavor, uh, kind of their interaction straight after the Endeavor fight at the end of Season 4 with the Nomu. Uh, we see the um, Darby has a conversation with Hawk and Endeavor in the street. It is very heated. There's a lot of blue fire going on. It's very intense. Um, and then we get to see the um, kind of back backdoor dealings with Darby and Hawks in their secret arrangement where it, it appears that Hawks is being a is the traitor in the heroes and is trying to work for the League of Villains. Uh, it is revealed within the episode that Hawk is obviously undercover. He is a, an ultimate good boy and will never betray anyone. He is my absolute senpai and I will not have a bad word spoken yeah. about him. Thank Bro, you. I was feeling so cut. I was feeling so cut when I when like they were leading into him being the bad oh. guy, and I was like, "Oh no, I really like." Yeah, Hawks. <laughs> I love I love Hawks, and the Derby stuff we get in this episode is it's so good. It's muy caliente. I I love Derby. I love Hawks. I love Derby. I love Endeavor. There was this whole episode felt like it was catered for me because we spent we spent the first half with Hawks, Endeavor, and Derby. We spend the middle part with Endeavor, uh, Shoto, and his family dealing with like personal trauma. All very good. And the last third of the episode was Deku finally getting in touch with the previous um, holders of One for All in this kind of dream sequence thing. We get to s- dope dream, by the way. What's that? Dope dream. Oh, even in the, even so in the great. Uh, we get to see you know the original um, holder of One for All and how he kind of got the power. He talks to Deku um, in this kind of dream sequence. It's very reminiscent of the like um, Avatar: The Last Airbender reincarnation yep. thing, where you can see the previous reincarnations. All behind. Yep, it, like almost frame for frame, the same scene, and it's beautiful. Is uh, it as beautiful in this as it is in uh, Avatar? And um, we see the original owner for One for All reach out and touch Deku's hand. Um, Deku's covered in all this black fog and stuff, so he can't talk, he can't move, he doesn't see any of his body apart from the top of his head and his right hand. Uh, When he reaches out and touches the original owner for One for All, his hand glows the typical uh, One for All red, and he wakes up, and as he wakes up, the glass in his uh, dorm room shatters out the window. It's fucking amazing. It's such a good yeah. episode. <laughs> I, I'm shocked. Like, I'm a massive fan of My Hero Academia, and I'm shocked at how good this season's been so far. The intro yeah. episode was a banger from, like, woe to go. It was amazing. And the second episode has followed up with a massive kick in the pants. We're finally seeing Deku explore... One for all, and what it's capable of, and we're getting a bit of the hints of that. There's a lot more that we don't know. Uh, we're finally seeing a softer side of Endeavor and his family. We're seeing a bit more of the family dynamics, and I love that. We're seeing Shoto have a, a softer, more apologetic side to his father. We're seeing we're seeing Endeavor trying to be softer, more apologetic to his kids. It's 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 very emotional. I'm I'm loving My Hero Academia season five so much. Uh, I can barely contain myself, and that was definitely over a minute, but uh, I'm done for now. Deep breath. It's worth it. Deep breath. Mm. I want to say, though, a a big, big plays for Endeavor's character. Like, um, he made him a lot more likable. Yeah, I am. For me personally. I was... I hated it. No, I was a massive fan of Endeavor from the start. There was something about the whole tortured second hero thing. Um, I found a bit of his things pretty dickish, like, when it comes to, you know, the whole mother and stuff like that, but... 
I thought his arc was was super interesting. And as soon as this this whole movement that's happening now in in season five, where everyone's getting behind Endeavor, uh, I'm fucking so on board. Oh, and also the little hint to Natsu from Fairy Tale. I'll I'll send you a clip. But there's a there's a hint yeah. to Natsu, like a literal homage to Natsu in in My Hero Academia, wearing the yellow scarf and everything, red hair. Basically, Natsu, oh, wow. and he's um yeah, he's just this kid that. Shouts out Endeavor for being a hero and he's being published everywhere. And yeah, it's it's this cool little weird through line. It's great. Oh, sick. I didn't even click. I'll that. send you a picture. It's fine. Oh, we, we've been going for 20 minutes, buddy. I think it's time to rip into the... Let's get it. Let's, let's dig in. Let's hear that intro. After consuming a severed finger belonging to the king of all curses, Yuji, a naturally talented high school student, becomes the vessel for Sukuna and is thrust into the world of jiu-jitsu sorcery. Taken in by Tokyo Jiu-Jitsu High, Yuji is trained to exercise curses and how to manipulate and use cursed energy. All of this while the King of Demons grows stronger inside Yuji, waiting to escape and take back the world he once ruled. Now, let's dive in to Jiu-Jitsu Kaisen Season 1. Yes, we are talking about the... Yes, we are talking about the much-hyped and anticipated Jujitsu Kaisen. Oh my god, brother! Oh, yeah. So, what's what's your background with this with this anime and manga? Well, the anime, um, I well, I'm completely up to date with the manga. I devoured the manga like Sakana's fingers. Um, I seriously read the entire hundred and forty odd. Is it only one hundred and forty chapters? <clears throat> It is, but um, season one only goes up to chapter sixty-two, maybe. Well, that—that's um, pretty tempting so for me 24. just to start at chapter sixty-two and just go hell for leather. You can, you can definitely, you can definitely start at chapter sixty-two. Mm. Um, no problem. It, it, six, between sixty to sixty-two is where you want to pick up. If, you, if for all the dorks out there that want to continue and can't wait, definitely start around the sixty sixty-two mark. Um, it's very, like, I, I, I went through, like, the episode lists and it's, everything's in there. Yeah. Um, the manga in the first season might have a couple of scenes which look different, but the story plays out exactly the same. And, um, so yeah, I, I only picked it up because you started watching the anime. Uh, you, you blew it up on my feed, kind of, you were saying this is, this is amazing. You and Jason were both talking about it. Yeah. Um, I mean. Finally got into it. And I'll tell you what, I loved, I love it. Uh, like. Instantly loved it. I'm, there's a lot of tropes that are quite familiar, uh, but also it's completely unique to me. So I'm in on it. Yeah, I remember when, like, when this first came out. I remember the first episode when it when it got released. It trended worldwide, and I remember seeing um, seeing it trending, and it was it was kind of surprising to me at the time that it was trending because uh, I, for one, I hadn't heard of it to like before this, like. I think I may have seen the manga pop up on like the you know popular feed in like my my um, legitimate paid for manga reading apps yeah. that I definitely pay for. Um, <laughs> well, it's only been running. It's only been running since late twenty eighteen. Yeah, yeah. So, um, oh, actually, that's surprising to me. Um, yeah, that is early. Uh, yeah, so um, maybe I've seen it a few times there. I definitely seen. Um, I've definitely seen Yuji like his face before on on websites and stuff like that, but yeah, 
when the anime came out, I was I was definitely surprised, uh, shocked that I that I hadn't heard of it. And uh, as soon as I watched the first episode, I was like, yeah, I just understood why it was blowing up because it's that's fucking amazing. Um, that first episode, I did I did see the first episode, and plus, like I've I've read the mm. manga twice now. Um, what a great! It's it's just so great, and I think it's weird because. I think that this shonen, like um, Jujutsu Kaisen as a shonen, it's interesting to me that you think it's completely unique because I don't think it's unique at all and I think mm-hmm. that's fine. Yeah, you find it similar to what things like Demon Slayer? Well, I mean, if we're if we're drawing conclusions... Um, oh, by the way, full spoilers for the first season of Jujutsu Kaisen. Just go watch it. It's yeah. good. Um um, the if we're drawing conclusions, like you can do Naruto and the Nine Tail Fox, you know, with uh, um, Yuji, that's like a yep. massive trope. Oh, I didn't even think about that. So the more tails, the more and the more figures. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, you've just blown that out of the water. You've got because I, like, uh, I was like Megan, uh, uh, Megumi, his his uh, you know, kind of his friend, the the his. Jiu-Jitsu, the other Jujutsu Sorcerer alongside of him, who's basically, you know... Nobaru. Uh, Meg- the, the trio, is that what you're talking about? Uh, Megami. Yeah, no, yeah, and Nobaru, yeah, yeah, the yeah. girl with the hammer. Yeah, um, <clears throat> they're basically Naruto and Sasuke, uh, Sakura Light. Yeah, I did. I did. Actually, I, I don't <laughs> want to um, put Nobaru and Sakura in the same context. Nobaru is a fucking beast. Just, yeah, hundred percent. And she, plus, she hates them at the start. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, She's not a suck up. Like even even story structure wise, the you know the arc we get with the um, the school tournament arc, the way that plays out is very reminiscent to the um, conclusion of the tournament arc in Naruto, the um, Chuni exams where. Dur- midway during the tournaments, we have Orochimaru invade. You know, midway through the Kyoto school exchange fight, we have the upper-level demons invade, or the upper-level curses, sorry. Like, th- there's a lot of similarities yep. you can draw with a lot of other shonens. So, n- yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't think it's unique, but that's not an issue because it's doing every... Even though it's doing all the tropes we're familiar with, it's doing them perfectly. Yeah, I'd, I'd agree. I, I would agree that the tropes are definitely not unique. I kind of feel more it's it's more of a unique way, as in like um, kind of how I felt about Demon Slayer at the time, saying it's unique and then relating it to Demon mm. Slayer, but more more the brutality of it. Yeah, yeah. Um, it kind of it caught, caught me off a guard, like when they step into the into the detention facility. Oh yeah. And then, and then you, for one, they're sending in the new guys to this super dangerous um, area, which I thought was pretty interesting. I didn't really understand it at the time, mm. but then you see literally human meat bags just balled up into these tiny balls. Yeah, man. I was just like, oh, this is different. This is different. Like, you're not going to see that in nothing. The I think the like the most in like the anime, like the grossest. Oh, I wouldn't say the grossest, but like the most gorish thing is. The, in the the last few episodes, like I think it's episode twenty four, when they're they're um, Yuji and Nobaru, uh, um, uh, Nobara are fighting the Butterfly Brothers or the bro- the, the Curse Wounds, yeah, yeah. the Curse Wound Brothers, and 
Nabaru is just like nailing nails through her own like <laughs> She's a savage. own arm and stuff like that. And there's this when she uses her hairpin curse technique to finish off one of the brothers, yep. like that is like gruesome as like it is really yeah. violent. She's self mutilating. Oh. Like it's a it's a pretty pretty shitty technique, but it works, huh? Oh, it's so great. <laughs> um, I have a lot of questions for you. You being a manga reader over over an anime. Yep. Um, manga, but whatever. yeah, doesn't. Sure. <laughs> Email me again, weebs who get angry that I say manga. Do it. I dare you. I dare you. I'll ignore you even harder this time. Anyway. Come at me, bro. Um, for an anime that's so visually spectacular, is that well depicted in the manga? You know what? I thought it, I thought the manga did really good. Mm. Then I then like seeing like the mat, the big scenes in the um in the anime, I was like, oh, this just looks so much better. Yeah. Um, it's not it's not like something like God of High School where they're super. Well, yeah, they are pretty detailed. I guess no, it's kind of a bad one. Um, like Demon Slayer, sorry, where they're quite quite accurate with how they depict the fighting mm. and whatnot. Um, I especially take the first episode for example. They changed the choreography and the and the way the fight played out a little bit. Interesting. Definitely, definitely looked better. Um, so. I would say as as fulfilling as the everything is in the manga and you can follow it exactly how it's meant to be, they've done an incredible job in the anime of choreographing what's outside of the panels in the manga. That's great. That's especially especially um, Goto. Oh. Like, oh, Goto! He's just such a beast. Oh. Man. He's such a beast. I'm like, oh, I'm so not ready to talk about the Lord and Daddy Senpai of all Senpais. Like, we'll save him for later because oh. I don't want to. I can't record with a heart on for that long. It would kill me. I'd pass out. I couldn't do it. Um, that that first episode is that like, it's such a it's such a good first shown an episode. Like, it sets up the world. That's the premise. We learn a little bit about cursed energy, and it caps off the first episode where you get to see the kind of the upper limit of what cursed energy can do. When you see, you know, Daddy Senpai uh, Goji kind of going all infinite on on uh, Sasukuna, Sakuna. I'll say Sakuna. Yeah, Sakuna. That's that, and like it's awesome. So you get introduced to the world. You get to see where these powers can go, and we also get introduced to Yuji, who is your basic, very vanilla anime protagonist, and he's great. I love the fact that they made him very vanilla, very plain, your very basic run-of-the-mill, kind-hearted, thick-skulled anime protagonist, because he fits that... Yeah, with an absolute superhuman body. Yeah, an insane body, which I have theories about that I kind of want to talk in a little bit of like a sealed section later. Yeah, we can talk um, about that because it's not, it hasn't been revealed yet. So it will. Oh, awesome. So it do, doesn't have it. to be sealed then. Um, yeah, I I love it. I love that first episode, especially. So you said you watched that first episode of the anime, right? Yeah, yeah. When uh, Yuji makes his entrance through the window above the cursed <laughs> demon, it is fantastic it is I know. the most gangster intro i've ever seen like he just rips through the building does like a few spins and then punches him real hard like it's just like what the fuck yeah 
And like he doesn't say it, but you can definitely tell Megumi is just like, how the fuck did you get yeah. up here? Like, <laughs> he's on like the fourth floor. Yeah. <laughs> he also broke a world Absolutely record savage. in like the first 10 minutes of the episode in shot put. Shot yeah, put. it's insane. Yeah. <laughs> bro, bro he, he cucked his teeth oh. so hard. But <laughs> and I like how the first episode is so very different to what the show actually is. Like, there's a little part of me that was kind of bummed that we don't get to see any more of the occult club and that, that kind of relationship of Yuji's life. Um, I really enjoyed that. Yeah, I, thought, uh, I thought that would be more involved, the whole occult thing. I, I loved they, the they, occult club. It was so fun. <laughs> they did not want to buy no, it after that. No. Old, old, mate with, old mate with the maggot sucking, face sucking. Yeah, the, the, um, yeah. the chick that got um, like... Brought into the curse, and the curse was very handsy by the looks of it. It was it was quite confronting to watch. <laughs> I like how I like how. You, the, uh, actually, you know what? I, totally again. Now I'm just thinking about how it relates to everything. I, I, when the curse is walking through the hall and it's saying, "Oh, what time yeah. is it?" Yeah. Right, that's just straight up the moving house out of D- Demon Slayer. Oh god, it is too. On, he's beating on the drum and he's just walking through and he's just asking. Oh, I can't remember what he was asking, but he was asking a question. Yeah, um, I was like, that's very, very reminiscent like, to me. Watching this, th- <laughs> watching this through, and like uh, you know, upon reflection, there's a lot of things that this is drawing influence on, or you know, like, and at first when I started noticing all these these similarities, uh, I was kind of like, oh, it kind of sucks that it's it's so similar to all these things that I've watched before, but it's it's doing them perfectly and there's something comforting about seeing a a trope of a of a genre you love being done mm-hmm. perfectly and yep. i i yep. and not and not saying uh, it doesn't it doesn't feel no it doesn't you can link it but it doesn't feel when you when you consume no, it no exactly because we've seen it we've seen it done before um and this time we're seeing it again, but it's not like we're seeing it with new eyes or anything. It's just, it's just refreshing to see something done so well. I think I think that's the yeah. best way I can put it. It's refreshing because it's it's just done so well. They mm-hmm. they hit all the points you want a shonen action adventure horror series to hit because that's what it's shonen action adventure and horror, it, and it's hitting yeah. every single one of those boxes perfectly. Like really supernatural well. Yeah. as well. Like I love it. I really do love it. Yeah, I agree. I um, I, I don't. I like. I like the um. Going back to like your character design of Yuji, I like how he, when he transforms mm. like, into um Sukuna, but again, and then again, you're just like other oh, tattoos though. Like, but I think that's a. I think the whole tattoo thing is also a cultural reference. Yeah, the um, the whole does. They did it in Demon Slayer mm. with number three or four. Hi, yeah, um, and I th- but I think it's a cultural thing. Yeah, it's, I don't want to. It's interesting. Uh, the The actual design of Sukuna, like especially when he's transforming with Yuji, I actually provided a few moments with that I actually found like laugh out loud funny. Like um, during when yeah. they retrieve uh, Sukuna's finger uh, from the under the bridge kind of arc at the end of, end of the series, um. When when they're handing the finger back and they're like Yuji's yeah, like I won't hilarious. eat it obviously I'm not I'm not an idiot you can tell me not to eat it and I'm not going to eat it and then he just yeah. summons the hand the mouth on his hand it's fu- <laughs> I actually laughed it's very funny yeah yeah me too even in the manga I laughed and then I watched it in the anime oh, and it was even funnier it's, it's just very funny and oh I tell you what um sorry no, you're right. 
just in terms of laughing and comparisons between anime and manga, um, Goto is so hilarious in the anime. Um, yeah, yeah, he's he fucking... d- doesn't quite come. Well, you definitely know he's goofy in the manga, but he's actually like he's like just always taking the piss. He... In the anime, he is fantastic in every regard. I'm, I'm semi talking just about it. Like I can't. We, we need to hold off, mate. We're, I'm, I'm edging on on Gojo. I just we'll, we'll wait. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna edge you all oh. over the end of the mm. um, Let's talk about some characters though, because we've talked a lot about Yuji, a little about uh, Megami, and a little about Nabara. Um, I want to talk about the second year students because we get a lot of play with them during the Kyoto Exchange event. Yep. I love that arc. I think it's a fantastic arc, and um, I love any tournament arc. I'm a fucking sucker for a shonen. Yeah, you're a big one for tournament I love tournament arcs. It's, <laughs> why would any anime ever not want to do a tournament arc, honestly? All the good ones do as All well. All the good ones do. Actually, you're the, you're the one that brought that to my attention. Tournament arcs. Um, Oh. Yeah, the, 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 everything that's really successful has like a t- tournament kind of coming of age thing. Or, it's always or, tournament arc in like the first fifty episodes is like a guaranteed for success. It's the best thing to do. Yeah. <laughs> um, so with the second years, I I was so I hated Panda at the start. I thought it was dumb. Like I I remember yeah, seeing like um you got to see little clips of him in the intro. And I was like, a panda? This is fucking stupid. What's this? <laughs> I was like, what, what is this, Tekken? Yeah, <laughs> my f- exact first thought was like, is this like a Tekken thing? Are they copying yeah. Tekken now? <laughs> um, pick panda. That all fell by the wayside when Panda got his moment to shine in the in the Kyoto exchange event. It is phenomenal. Yep. Him versing the robot dude, Mech- Mechamaru, is fantastic. Yeah. Yeah, and his little backstory. Yeah, and like the whole, you know, I'm not a puppet. Again, I was drawing conclusions between Panda and uh, Konkuru from Naruto, uh, Puppet Masters, all that stuff. Uh, that's, yep. that's probably one. Uh, not not Panda, uh, Megamaru and Konkuru. Megamaru, yeah. Yep, yep, anyway. Yep. Sorry, yeah. I was being like, Panda and the puppet? No, no, that's no. Like stretch, Sorry. But yeah, no, that makes yep. sense. Megamaru, yeah. Um, I, I loved all that. I thought it was fantastic. Uh, Togi, the uh, curse voice user, is phenomenal super interesting that character actually so i don't sorry i was just do you think that the other teammates he has the other second years and the first years understand him when he's just reciting the rest ingredients for is it tuna sushi yeah it's yeah it's i think it's any sushi i think no it's specifically tuna rolls yeah it could be yeah um, I think I think Panda's the only one that can fully understand him, right? It seems to be. It's never specified, or at least I didn't pick up on it was that it was specified. But it seems like Panda fully. It, it basically seems like everyone understands him. There's even a few stray yeah. lines from the um, Kyoto students being like, "Can you? Do you know what he's saying? Do you?" Uh, you? Yeah, they have no idea. The fuck. <laughs> I think. Um, yeah, I think the other guys probably spend enough time with him where they just mm. know. I think. Um, I can't. I'm, I'm trying. I'm trying to like reel back in the manga. I don't think they ever really explain if they can why they can understand him. I think it's just because they're good friends. His um, his ability seems to have the least like high risk, low reward because he basically can't speak normally, and his ability is not that powerful when you consider he can't use it that long, and if you're aware of it, you can prevent it. 
Well, yeah, if you know it's coming and you can cover your ears, you can prevent it. But I think I think it's the it's the kind of like the whole trade off thing because there's a they actually reference the whole trade off yeah. a little bit. Um, his his power is like um, an absolute power if he can get it off. Yeah, okay. He can, he can. No one can resist. Yeah. It. Um, It'd be so, interesting to see if he gets a domain later. No spoilers, but I'd fucking love that. Yeah, no spoilers. He he gets he gets like a is a, a sprinkling of Togi everywhere because, like you said, he can't use his power too often. Yeah, exactly. Um, we only see him use so it once. He, he, yeah, or once in one fight. He uses it a, a, a few times for the series. He's, he's a very key instrument. Um, it's kind of he's kind of like a uh, kind of like a, a black hole trap card. You know, yeah, like change the whole game kind of thing. Yeah. Um, but he's not super. He's not sustainable. That's for sure in combat. So it's. I found it so fascinating through this whole series. Any time that they go into anyone's cursed ability, I was, I was so fascinated. It. I think the last time I was this fascinated about the way someone uses their cursed ability was uh, Hunter Hunter with Nen. But the cursed abilities, I understand. Nen, I don't. Yeah, Nen, fuck. Uh, like it's <laughs> Nen's impossible. It's still interesting. Like I find it so interesting to learn about how you know Nen works with certain abilities and certain characters. Um, I, I never do understand it, obviously, because it's fucking like quantum <laughs> physics. It's bullshit. Yeah, they need a textbook on it. Uh, but cursed energy, cursed energy, I get. You know. Yeah, they do a good job of fleshing out the abilities for each of them. Out of these characters we get in the first the first season, did you have a favourite when it comes to how they use their cursed abilities? Um, ooh, good question. That's a good question. I think, well, talking about cursed abilities, I think well, just special mention to, like, Marky Zenin for having fucking nothing. yeah. Just and just being an absolute boss bitch. Um, she's kind of like the female Yuji before he could even use his cursed energy. Yeah, and that... that yeah. Um, her heavenly... No, her cursed objects are, like, f- fantastic to watch. Yeah, her her yeah. fight where she's using... Um, I think it's Cloud... Cloud Buster or something like that? Um, oh, I can't remember the name. Yeah, it's like the three uh, three pronged staff. The three, yep. the same uh, weapon type that Barn uses from Seven Deadly Sins. Yeah, the three, yeah. three section staff. Uh, yeah. It's wicked. She's amazing. Uh, yeah, it, a massive shout out to her for being a, a non curse yeah. user. It's fucking fantastic. She cops a lot of shit for that too. Yeah, and it's all <laughs> but, it's um, all built in well. You get an explanation as to why she cops shit for it. Like it's all justified. As it's great. It's fucking so good. Yeah. Yeah. I I definitely, but in terms of the other guys who actually have cursed abilities, um, I think I'm a, I'm probably gonna pick Toto when he's boogie woogie. Oh, boogie woogie! Oh, fuck! I love boogie woogie. Boogie woogie. What a, for, for starters, what a so good. <laughs> and also, um, like in the anime, when he does his little clap, he does like a hip thrust, and it's all very stylized and very yeah. cute. I <laughs> he really gets it's into so it. So <laughs> nice. Um, we haven't talked about Toto at all. I love that man. I, yeah, man. Fuck, Toto's like one of my favorite characters. And such a quick turnaround between because I hated him when he was introduced because you're meant to hate him. Yeah. Like he's obviously I've, built exactly to be a villain. And but you know after his little uh, fight with uh, Yuji, and he kind of decides based on Yuji's perfect woman. 
that they're going to be best friends. And since then, it's great. Yeah, I mean that that's so stupid, and clearly, like they they play him off as like he's supposed to like come off when he's a person, he's dumb as hell. Yeah, and just nothing. There's no substance to him. But then, on the flip side of his coin, as a sorcerer, when he needs to be a sorcerer, he's literally the smartest person there. Yeah, like and but they talk about how he's like the highest combat IQ mm. out of anyone. They demonstrate it so well in the in the manga, and I've. In the anime, sorry, I've never, never seen another anime do this. Where, oh well, I've seen plenty of other anime do this, where they, you know, they stop mid battle and everything goes dark, and then you hear the inner monologue of the character being like, <laughs> "Oh well, you know, it looks like he's going to do this, and it's going to do this, so I'll do that." So they do that whole thing with Toto, and then at the end of it, when he decides what he's going to do, you just see a little disclaimer down the bottom, like that decision took 0.01 seconds to make. And it's like, fuck yeah, did Toto. Are you kidding yeah, me, brother? Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. sick. He's been, he's, he's done paragraphs. Of oh, thinking, it I, all happens. Instantly. I, I love that. Um, and his, the way he uses Boogie Woogie in that fight against the, um, the, um, Hanami. Yeah. I couldn't think the tree, the spirit of the fo- uh, forest. Yeah, yeah, spirit, spirit of the earth, isn't it? It's the spirit of the earth. Yeah, earth, yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Is 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 amazing. It's so fantastic, and that whole fight with him and Yuji is um, the most kinetic feeling fight we get throughout this whole series, um, because it's yep. basically all hand to hand combat. So it's got this nice kinetic flow. It's animated spectacularly. Um, it's it's fantastic, and. It's yeah. not even the best fight we get in this series. It's fucking... In 24 episodes, I would say we have one, two, three, four, five to six standout fights. And that's... Yeah, which are, like, absolutely epic. Yeah. It's, like, incredibly good. Um, For me, if I was going to pick a favourite cursed ability user, if I wasn't going to go Gojo, because it's obviously Gojo... Um, for everyone, um, I love Megami. I think his, um, you know, shadow clone slash summons are fantastic. Um, he yeah, gets yeah. the Chimera shadow. Yeah, things. and we get to see his, you know, almost him successfully do a domain at the in the last fight. Yeah, he, yeah, pretty much. And he's the only um, outside of Gojo. He's the only one that. Is a human that you see a dom- use a domain? Right? Yeah, we don't see any. Like, I think yeah. it's implied that there is obviously other sorcerers who can use domains. Um, but yeah, we, it's it's fantastic, and we get his summons are so interesting. Like, we get the winged frogs, we get the wolves, and we get the two forms of the wolves because you know he loses yeah, one wolf and then of. it transforms into another. You know, a uh, combined wolf, and we get the. The weird elephant with the the massive trunk that explodes all that sick water that's animated like the water from Demon Slayer. It's fucking wicked. Yeah. Uh, the lightning owls, like it's fucking, it's so cool. <laughs> it's fucking insane. Yeah. What do they call the new? Or the N-U-A, yeah, N U A. Yeah. Pronounce it. Um, yeah. No. He and he's another high intelligence kind of mm. um, combatant too. Being he's the only summoner as far as I remember. yeah he's the only summoner. Yep. And because that's a special clan technique that only he possess, well, very few members of the clan possess. Yeah, so that was interesting. I li- I liked all the stuff with the clan. Um, before we blow our absolute load on Gojo, I do have 
some negative things about this show. Like, um, there's a lot of things that are getting it for Jujutsu Kaisen, like the fights, the the anime, the character development, the designs. There's there's a lot of good things, but um, a few things that are not getting it for me. I think the pacing is is a bit off. It never yeah. it either feels episodes either feel really rushed with everything that's happening or they feel like there's nothing happening. It's never it's never a comfortable pace. I always feel like it's breakneck or snail. Yeah. So I think I think I was reading the episode lists and a couple of the episodes like literally nothing happened. Yeah, yeah, there's a well, not literally. But no, close enough to nothing. Yeah, happened. like nothing happens and then there's episodes where in like 20 minutes like the amount of things that you've learned and the amount of things that have happened is is it's astronomical. Um yeah, so the pacing's a bit off for me and I think I'm it's yeah, I I think I'm concerned for Jujutsu Kaisen. Yeah. Cuz it's well, blown its load very early and I don't know how much oof. it can Okay. Big shake of the head from oh John. I'm just bro, no, that's a big shake of the head. I can guarantee you they have they've only fucking they're on the praise at the moment. Oh, bro. very good. Um, <laughs> very good. Enough, enough of those references. Um, you'll be happy to know that the next season is one whole arc for sure. Mm. Um, and it's such a it's just full on. Like it there will be no there will be no pauses in the next one for sure. Oh, that's good. Yeah, I, I was yeah, I was just a little bit concerned because this first season was so good and maybe it's like um, a bit of the My Hero feeling because, you know, the My Hero, you know, was so huge and so bombastic for the first couple of seasons and then, you know, we had a dip, you know, season three, season four and, you know, hopefully we're, we're, we're out of that dip in season five. I just get a touch concerned when something's very good from the start. Cause I, I it, yeah. you know, it's always like, Oh, if it's this good now, I can it sustain this for, you know, the amount of episodes that a shonen like this wants to run for. Yeah. Yeah. I know what you mean. Yeah. I, I don't, I definitely like with what with, I mean, I was, I was flicking ahead of where the anime finishes again, just like reading from around 60 to maybe 80. Yeah. And then, so there's 20 chapters where there's a small in-between before the next major arc. They might be slow there, but what what you're changing up for, like, the epic action is, like, very well fleshed out um, kind of backgrounds for certain characters. Um, and they have such interesting back there, backgrounds. So I'm, I'm very confident that the next season will be, like, a heavy hitter again. Mm. Um, it's kind of like it's kind of like Attack on Titan where, like, the first season was amazing. Second season was, and then it just yeah better and better and better. Um, like I can, I can guarantee the content that's going to come in the following seasons will be very juicy. That's very very juicy. Okay, that that's good to know. Do you do you have anything that's um, an overall what's getting it, what's not getting it for you for this series? Um, oh, I haven't really thought about that. Like I I think what is probably not getting out now it's kind of a bit more apparent is some of the, some of the things that are kind of feel very similar to certain other mm. other titles but I'd say things kind of like when Toto was like oh Toto was just like oh you're my brother now I was like I kind of didn't really get it yeah like does he have a mental disability or yeah. not like he legitimately thinks he's his brother yeah. um 
but then later on, uh, maybe in those 10 chapters in the next season, um, there's another person that starts to do it. And then I'm like, wait, is this is this a thing? Um, so I'm kind of thrown off a little bit by some of the, some of the reasonings of certain characters around Yuji. Um, but I liked that how... That, oh, I, I want to talk about like how they were just going to kill him straight away and then the fact that he actually got killed. Yeah. Like, we kind of... Like, I thought that was super sick um how sukuna was just like oh, i'm gonna take him hostage yeah well just rips his own heart yeah well, it's it's like that that thing where you i i foolishly assumed when watching it, i was like well obviously if the vessel dies the demon dies so the vessel is going to do everything to keep the demon alive so i was assuming it'd be that kind of situation where if if yuji was ever in you know life-threatening thing uh, obviously the demon's going to come out and save the day and he does that he yeah. does that once during the series uh which is justified um but when when he just straight up rips his heart out he's like no i don't fucking need a heart i'm a demon what are you talking about like i'm a curse yeah i don't fucking <laughs> need this this is useless meat yeah. and they, they never explained why he it didn't affect him it, i think um, it's just because he's a curse well he's the big daddy of all curses you know no, but yeah, because Yuji died, though. Yeah. Yuji physically died. Um, and it was like, oh, but when he dies, it's a curse. What well, was he in? A part of him was supposed to get destroyed, at least. Yeah. None, neither of those things happened, so maybe if it, because it was a suicide thing, maybe. I don't know. Um, yeah, that's interesting. I, um, I do want to... We mentioned it earlier, but I do want to talk a bit about a theory that I've heard about uh, Yuji and his physical prowess. So... Um, it is mentioned throughout season one that you can make like a heavenly pact with a, with a curse kind of thing, like like family tides make curse pacts, um, so that children yeah. born into the you know the certain families will be gifted certain curse abilities. Uh, it's mentioned that like um, Maki and her sister something similar happened to them, where instead of being gifted a curse uh, like the ability to use curse, then she was gifted with like a god tier body like bod, god tier strength yeah. uh, stamina and, and the trade off was zero yeah energy. so do you think that Yuji had a similar thing with his birth where they've made some sort of he- like his parents that we don't know anything about well I don't know anything about have made some yeah. sort of pact with, with curses that he be a, you know a potential vessel or something like that Oh, I've racked my brain because they it's the biggest mystery yeah. through the entire series um, and it gets even bigger mystery through what's like if you're up to date with the manga and i kind of think like he must come from a clan that no one knows yeah about, i was figuring or, the same thing yeah well because um I, I didn't in the anime do you get the flashbacks of him training no okay so it's not a spoiler because it does happen early like you do at one point in the manga he gets like a little flashback of how he's just like practicing martial arts with his grandfather oh, okay um so his his grandfather definitely taught him martial arts. I that's that's been shown. Yeah. Um, but you don't see anything else, and they're they're in a dojo as well. So it makes me think like he, he's got to be from a clan of some sort that nobody knows about, because not even like Gojo knows about where he's from. And it and you'd think that you'd think that guy knows everything. Yeah, it, it's also interesting to me that there's no character motivation for Yuji to find out where he's from. He doesn't seem to be overly concerned about anything to do with his past. He seems very determined to be in the present. Away from it almost. Yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, he doesn't... like he. Other than that one flag, you get nothing. Mm. You really get nothing. Um, and 
apart from that, like when he gets questioned by the principal, he's kind of just like, I want to do it because my grandpa said to help people. And the principal was like, well, fuck off, that's not a good enough reason. Yeah. <laughs> I was just like, oh, there goes that link. <laughs> so it's it's a it's a mystery. At, and But I do think, I, I'd put my money on that he's part of some secret clan. Secret clan, to be honest. Ah. Your cable TV is experiencing difficulties. Please do not panic. Resist the temptation to read or talk to loved ones. Do not attempt sexual relations, as years of TV radiation have left your genitals withered and useless. Well, I'll be damned. And we're back. Technical difficulties there. Um, so that's going to be a bit of a hard edit, but sure. I can't remember what we were talking <laughs> about before. So do we want to just rip into Gojo now? We've kind of been edging this whole this whole episode. Do we want to? I'm going to edge you just one more time. Oh, daddy, please. One no. thing I want to talk about. <laughs> Such a sexual One thing episode. I wanted to mention. <laughs> too, too many dick references. Mm. Um, yeah, the one thing I wanted to talk about, which I'm interested in, is what happened during, uh, like between when Sukuna ripped out Yuji's heart and him coming back to life when they're talking to each other in Sukuna's, like, kind of fucking skull death palace. Yeah, okay. The kind of contract um, they make. That's what I'll talk about, yeah, the contract. Um, what, what were your thoughts on that? Because I really think that that was one of the most important things that happened in season one. And we, we, we don't actually see the ramifications or what the ramifications of that are going to exactly. be. Um, so, I really feel like that was a setup. Oh yeah. Massive setup. Um, so wait, what's the contract again? So Sukuna gets to take over, um, Yuji's body yep. without, uh, and he, Sukuna's allowed to say a word. I think there's a word. Yeah. So a word triggers that and he will take over Yuji's body uh, but he can't kill any of his friends. He won't massacre people. Yeah, he won't. Yeah, he won't massacre people. Um, Which is very loose. Yeah, when you're talking about killing people, I won't massacre people. It, it feels like I'll just kill a few. It feels like a like a very monkey paw wish. Like it feels like you fucked up on that one. Like the you know, the finer details needed to be ironed out in that some bitch. Oh, exactly. And it was, Yuji's such an idiot because he was just like, oh yeah, I'll take you on and instantly die. Yeah, of course he. Instantly, Sakuna played him so hard. Yeah. Um, so I feel. I mean, I don't know what you feel about that, but I feel like that's going to be a massive setup for something towards the end. And of the, however, whichever path. Yeah, exactly. And the the fact that the also in the in the deal is that Yuji has no memory of that, no memory of the original yep. deal. So, um, uh, yeah, it's uh, that was a yeah a fascinating. Thing. I'm glad you brought it up. Actually, uh, that's such a fascinating thing, and um, I can't wait to get the reveal of that. And I know guessing what's going to happen to the person who knows what's going to happen is completely pointless, but I don't think we'll see the payoff in the next season. I don't want to know if we do or not. Um, for the listeners out there, yeah, I, um, we won't spoil that, but, yeah. Um, I, yeah, I don't think we'll get the payoff for that in the next season. I think this is a – that's definitely got the feeling of a, a long play, a very long play. Yeah, that that's the long ball game for Sukuna. Mm. I feel like that's not going to – Honestly, like if I was writing the story, I'd feel like I'd put that at the end when they're about to kill Yuji. Yeah, yeah. I was kind of if it if it ends up. Yeah, like that. I was kind of excited. Um, I was. I think 
I can't. I don't know if I've ever mentioned this on the podcast we've recorded. The, the podcast we've recorded up to this point. Um, I'll say it again, but I'm. I was so excited for like for the fact that Sukuna doesn't come out of Yuji. Like he he's not he's not Yuji's trump card. Where it's like you know when Yuji's in that when he was in that big fight in the uh, Kyoto uh, tournament arc that. He didn't yeah. just switch places with Sukuna and let him take on, you know, the the, the superior curse, upper level curse. I, 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 yeah. I like that because if they were just relying, if he just relied on Sukuna all the time, it wouldn't be engaging. Like it would just be a, like a basic retelling of Naruto and the Nine Tails. Like you know what I mean? Like Naruto always busted yeah. out the Nine Tails whenever it was dire. So you kind of. We always knew... Or when he was pushed to his limit kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, we always knew that if Naruto gets knocked down, uh, Kumara will get back up. Kumara? Kumara, yeah. Yeah, yeah. fuck. Yeah. Pulled that one out of my ass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well done. I um, I, And that's what... My, oh, also, the whole being able to rely on him, it's a good dynamic that they've got with Sukuna because technically... I mean, if he wanted to play it the way he wants to play it, like he could just let Yuji die, sacrifice the couple of fingers that he's got mm. and live on in the other fingers and maybe live to see another day. But he's such an egomaniac and he's so proud yeah. that he will not let any demon or sorcerer touch him. That, that um, when we see um, it's uh, Yuji and old mate fighting the... Uh, Mahito. Mahito, yeah. When they're fighting and um, Yuji enters the domain and Sukuna's mm, just... Such a good scene. And, like, <laughs> Sukuna's just, like, because when you... So when you enter a domain, it's basically souls touching is basically the context I get. So as soon as Yuji entered it, yep. um, the soul of Sakuna was being touched by the, the other the other curse and Sukuna was like, yeah, I warned you to yeah, never touch, my, touch me again. And he just obliterates him it's so good so good smash destroys the domain he's gushing he and uh, interesting to notice he couldn't stop that no there was um, no healing no like yeah no healing on that injury he had to sacrifice the body and 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 kind of get away as a broken balloon Mm. um yeah man sakuna's got some of the most boss moments in this fucking and he's barely used in this first season like we actually don't get that much for him being like the main crux of what the the show is revolving around, we actually don't spend that much time with him, and I'm, yeah, yeah, no, I'm really grateful for that because that means we just get to spend more time with him later. You know, like we're not going to be tired of this relationship going into the second season. Yeah, no, he and there's still so much they can play on as well. Like, there's no character development. All you know is he had four arms and two two faces. Yeah. Pretty much. Exactly, um, I know I've I'm I'm dying to talk about Gojo, but I've just remembered something that I wanted to talk about um, during the the last episode. It's um, kind of hinted at that when Yuji ate the curse finger, it kind of activated all the other curse fingers to start causing a bit of mayhem and mischief. Yeah, and the fact that both uh, uh, Maguni, Mega Man, or whatever. Um, and oh, I'm so bad with names. It's this is the Mega Umi. 31 <laughs> episodes in, and I'm not going to get any better. So you just deal with it. Uh, Megumi, um, when he realizes what's happening with the the fingers, and he's like, "Well, 
let's not don't tell, don't him. tell him. And then uh, Sugu- uh, Sakuna tells tells Yuji straight away, straight away because he's a dick. And he's like, make yeah. sure you don't tell Megumi because I don't want him to have that kind of stress. So it's like two people purposely keeping things to themselves that are causing them pain to stop the other ones from causing pain. Like from feeling. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's just. And that, that's that's a, like a, that's like a massive building block of their friendship as well. Yeah, and you can see it really developing. I I there's nothing more I love in anime than a true true bromance and. This show has like four of them. It's fucking great. Yeah, I like that they both come off as protectors as mm. well. Um, now normally you'd have one that wants to protect like them, and then the other one's just being an asshole. But he's an asshole and wants to protect. Yeah. Um, and they're both looking out for each other, which is great. And then you got Nobara, who's just a sassy, sassy badass with bitch. some <laughs> of the best curse techniques in this whole series. I've I thoroughly yeah. enjoy everything she does. Big fan. Yeah. Um, I am on the edge, buddy. We need to. We need to do Let's this. Do it. We need to talk about Sensei Goju, Senpai Daddy. Let's do it. Um, I, the main thing I want to know, and I've been dying to ask you, but I've I've waited this whole time. Did you know how pretty his eyes were in the manga? Um, I knew they were like almost white because mm. the way they drew them. Um, you could just like they 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 drew it in. You read you read enough manga and you can kind yeah of you pick up on the, the color idea palettes, of yeah. the shading um, yeah what kind of shading means what um, and I knew they were bright but in the anime they're just so it's, gorgeous it's done. insane how pretty he like he is like the pale prince I've been waiting my entire life for like he is <laughs> gorgeous I mean he, he looks like he lives in a in a weeb cave oh. and doesn't come out. Because um, he's so pale, he's got white hair. Like, absolutely then, fantastic, yeah. and his like his cursed. I went to say his magical ability, but his his cursed ability is it's fantastic. The idea of using the curse ability of like infinite, like his he literally draws yeah. on the power of infinite, and it's fucking amazing. Yeah, and it, it gets it gets much more fleshed out as well later on mm. which is fan he, he gets like a little flashback before the next major arc happens um but it, yeah it's and it i mean i get this whole episode i've just been thinking about like the the similarities the rinnegan like oh man uh, he's like he's basically a clone of kakashi um but yeah. if kakashi had you know like maybe if kakashi had madara level Maybe not even Madara level. Maybe like first uh, Hokage level abilities. Like yeah. Gojo is. It's amazing how feared he is and how strong he is. He could literally kill anyone if he cho- Like if he wants to. Yeah. Like his his. It, oh, once they. Sorry. It, like seemingly his only limitation is how much effort he's choosing to put in at the time, or how how <laughs> how much how much he could be fucked. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Because he, he loves to just play around, really. It's um, you could kind of t- you could kind of tell like he he doesn't get to do it often, like fight. Because mm. when when um, Jogo, the volcano spirit, yeah, attacks him, um, he was kind of impressed with the way he attacked him, and he was like, "Oh, this seems like a bit of fun." Mm. 
He's not. He's still not taking it serious, but he's finally like getting a bit of excitement out of fighting. Whereas well, he normally just gets excited from taking the piss. He even takes time during that fight to go get Yuji to teach oh. him a lesson. Like it's like, it's, it's he's <laughs> taking it that not seriously that he roped. He took time to gather a spectator, like that. Yeah, exactly. And that's a, that's the thing. Like, um, talk about like how quick the guy is. He tra- He pretty much did instant um, transmission. Mm. Um, so he's super fast, and that's that's um, he's he's attained such a mastery level of cursed energy where he can just make his body literally like almost instantly teleport something. Mm, and his his domain ability too is it's strikingly beautiful in the anime, and it is horrifically terrifying to think about. And like the li- the yeah. line he has in the anime when he when he pulls the the volcano curse into his um into his domain, it's like. It's amazing when you're confronted with everything, the only thing you can do is nothing, and then he just rips his head off. Yeah. It's like, oh my god, dude. <laughs> Literally, like a, like the top of a coke oh, ball just twists and It's pops. like, I, I, had it, I had it in for that man the second he was appeared on screen. Like, the first scene in the first anime where he is sitting backwards on the chair. Like, he's literally sitting backwards on the chair like a boss, like arms dangling down yeah. by his side and being like, Hello, like it's just like it's so. <laughs> it's me. It's good. It's so typical, cool guy shonen pro tag, but it's like it's on another level. He's a gorgeous, gorgeous yeah. man, and funny. Yeah, and I tell you, what, a big thing when he when he's fighting Sakuna and in that first scene, and he sits, he literally sits on his arm, mm. like on his back. Yeah, that's freaking. That didn't happen in the manga, and I laughed when I saw oh. it because you can you know that Sakuna is just. Dying inside that he got someone sat on him, and you kind of get the impression that even though I don't think he would admit it, Sukuna is afraid of Gojo. Like he's yeah in his current state, yeah for sure. And um, I just he is the funniest character we get in this series. In a series that has yeah. like a few comedic characters, like Panda being one of them, but like he is very funny. And I yep. normally yep. hate funny characters in anime. Like, any character that's played off to be funny or, like, the comic relief character, I tend to not like. Um, yeah, especially when they do animate them in the way that he does get animated. Like, he gets super stripped back to just basic Yeah, the cartoon, the cartoon line drawings and stuff like that. Yeah, but it's plain. The, the fact that he is taking the piss, mm. It makes more sense than when you see it in, say, Demon Slayer, where they just like blank their face out. Yeah. Um, or uh, I'm, I'm kind of like Naruto does it a couple of times. Um, it plays to the fact that he's taking the piss, so the the artists are taking the piss out of it, kind of thing. Yeah, I, I it happens a lot too with uh, Yuji and Nabaru. They kind of go into a lot of that, like simple line drawing cartoons, especially when it comes to uh, Megami. Um, they, 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 their dynamic has always played off quite interesting. And normally, I find it quite off-putting the the sudden change in like a animation style when it goes to like that simple yep. cartoony cutesy thing. Um, but in this, I, yeah. I, it's adorable. I, I, I love it. It is, and and it's such a juxtaposition to the actual brutality of some of the like a decent portion yeah. of this, like and how serious it is. Like if for some reason it works, like it works in the in the younger stuff. Um, because it's it's just like young younger like say Pokemon and stuff or, or Dragon Ball Z yeah. or something like that, um, but for it to work in such a 
morbid at points um anime mm. it's 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 very it's very st- interesting and well done yeah i i as 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 much as i yeah as i said as much as i don't like it and as much as i i find those characteristics more more suited to like as you said a pokemon or, or a dragon ball z i would be more than happy to see more of it in the second season more of it to continue um i i want this to be I know it's ambitious to say after the first season, but I, I want this to be a top-tier shonen. I, I think it deserves to be a top-tier shonen as long as it can keep up what it's doing and as long as it continues to do do what we said it was doing, as long as it continues to do these tropes that we're so familiar with it and do them perfectly, you know? Or not yep. even... Perfect such a strong word, but do them to the degree of you know, care that they're doing them to now, like put the effort yeah. in that they're putting in now, like. And keep their own flavor. Exactly. It's, it's still keeping its own flavor. Mm. Man, I, I, I truly do love this series as, and, and, and it is flawed. There is a lot of flaws in this, in this series. Um, but I, I truly do think Jujutsu Kaisen is, is, is it's art. You fucking Philistines and get amongst it. It's great. <laughs> Get amongst it because it is getting it. It is getting it. Um, it has been a fantastic episode, Johnny Rowe. I have... Yeah, I've been super super happy. Unfortunately, we had a little technical difficulty, dorks, but uh, apologies for that. Ah, it's all good. It's all good. It's, it's my Stone Age technology just breaking down again. Um, it's all good. We'll, we'll wrap it up there. It's been an absolute pleasure, pleasure and a pleasure to have you here, J-Rowe. Uh, make sure you are on all the socials at Lords of Dorktown, Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram, and the Lords of Dorktown Reddit page, r slash Lords of Dorktown. Reddit. We're, we're on that Reddit for exclusive shit posting, so please get amongst it. Uh, it's been absolutely fantastic. Uh, I think that's it. Uh, John, you want to sign us off? Guys, thanks for having us, and keep it dorky, baby. You! You!